1: i <laughs>
2: we're back today. It's a beautiful day in the city of Chicago. I hope it's a great day wherever you are in the world and listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Make sure to tell everybody you know to listen. You know, you don't have to send any money or anything. There's no ever, you know, there's nothing here uh, that we're selling or trying to sell. There's no scams. Or no. This is real. My show is real. This show has been real, real, excuse me, for years. We've been on maybe four or five, maybe years. Okay. Uh, and it's been real on every show, every episode, every podcast. Uh, it's been totally, totally real. And that we're going to keep it that way. This show, I will not allow liars on this show. I will not l- allow people to expouse hatred on my show. You can't come on my show talking that bullshit. You will be cut off. I will throw you right off. It's my show. Okay? I can do what I want. Uh, and I can have on whoever I want, you know. Uh but I will not tolerate what's going on what I will not tolerate on this show what is going on in America today you know no no, no no, it's too much hatred it's too much violence it's too much uh uh rhetoric, hot rhetoric going on around the United States is causing uh as you know uh this this bombing these bombings that were uh uh talked about today. And and yesterday on the show, uh, bombings, bombs, pipe bombs sent to Hillary Clinton, pipe bombs. I know you know about it because I'm, I'm pretty sure you keep up with this stuff. Uh plus, it's all over the place. You can't help but to know about it. You have to be buried under the, ba- buried under a rock or just don't give a damn if you don't know what's going on in America. And I try to talk to my family about that too. I say, hey, wow, you we got to f- focus. Stop with the dumb shit, and we have to focus on what is going on in our neck of the woods, what's going on in our country. And uh, there was an attempt on democracy today, you know, with these bombings sent to Obama, Clinton, uh, Jesse, uh, um, Deborah Wasserman Schultz, if I'm getting her name correctly, uh, Eric Holder, uh, my favorite of all representatives, of all representatives, Maxine Waters. Pathetic. And And the reason why, This is happening is because of Donald Trump. I mean, I was watching the news. I was watching the nightly news and nobody really actually said who is the cause of this. And when the world knows that the cause is racist. Donald Trump, I mean, Donald Trump at these rallies, every one of these fucking rallies that he's giving uh, a couple of weeks out before the midterms are racist they're they're racist they're they're full of hatred uh, violence i mean if you look at if you listen to his rallies you look at his face you see his crowd he riles them up for violence and hatred that is no doubt about it And then he goes on television today and says, well violence has no place in america shit face you're the one that's causing this. You're the one who is responsible with your hate and your rhetoric and your divisiveness. Someone said that he actually called himself or implicated himself or insinuated that he was a white nationalist, a racist at one of his rallies. Donald Trump cannot get away from this. And, and, and a w- two weeks, a week out before uh, the midterms, I think he done fucked up. I think he actually trying to win. He's actually losing now. And now he goes on television and act act as if none of this is his fault. When there's miles and miles and miles of video showing him, ratching up the hate, ratching up the racism and ratching up the violence among his dopey supporters. And they go out and, commit violence on Democrats. All of these people who these pipe bombs were sent to were Democrats. Democrats did not send these pipe bombs to Democrats. It was Donald, Donald Trump himself or it was Donald Trump supporters that did this. And luckily this has nothing to do with the Justice Department because the locals are going to investigate and find out what the fuck happened, who sent this, and why. So we don't have to worry about the Justice Department not looking into it, not looking into this, uh, pushing this aside, pushing it under under the rug, because this is local officials. This is local authorities. Trump has nothing to do with this. There will be an investigation, I'm pretty sure not by the Justice Department, but by local officials, local police, local New York police, the authorities, the attorney generals around the country because if it was up to donald trump to investigate these bombings we all know what would happen it would not happen period so this is just appalling i'm hearing that the bombs were poorly made or something it doesn't matter they're saying that the bombs were uh, probably meant to scare people If this goes, once the investigations are over, if this leads back to Donald Trump like so much other shit does, if this man is not taken out of the White House uh, or told to resign, or told to resign, you know, America is just not in America anymore. He cannot come in America and try to ruin it and break it and tear it apart and and turn people against each other because that's what he's doing. And the media... I don't know why they keep covering this guy. He's he's doing a rally tonight, and the media is going to be all over this trying to find out, uh, uh, listening to what he says. I mean, Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to continue to espouse violence because this is what he is. This is in his DNA. This is in his makeup. He's not going to stop because the police said he should stop it. Stop. Or uh, uh, the Democrats say he should stop. He is what he is, and he will be talking about more violence because this is what he wants. He thinks he thinks uh, violence against the Democrats, people who are working against him. This is his. This is what Donald Trump does. If you, if you, if you trying to do anything against him that he doesn't like, he's going to come after you. And he came after Obama because Obama is out there endorsing candidates against him. He came after Hillary Clinton because Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, and he doesn't like that. Any If you're working against Donald Trump, he's coming after you, and he, he went after them. If you see if you watch him closely when he says hatred should not be this shit violence should not be nowhere uh in America after he said that you can you can see the smirk on his face somebody told him to say that he didn't say it because he want to, wanted to because it took him so long to come out and say these things there was a smirk on his face like oh fuck this but I but he had to say it or his ass would have been in a ringer in a ringer excuse me in a ringer this is donald trump's playbook this is what this man is about donald trump is a terrorist he is an enemy of the state he's an enemy of to the american people he doesn't give a fuck about you me or them and i want to say to the seniors out there morning, republicans who are on your television telling you that they're going to protect pre-existing conditions, they're lying to get your vote. They don't give a shit. The majority of these people who say they're going to protect pre-existing conditions are the ones who voted to get rid of uh, Obamacare, which has a position provision inside that that says protecting pre-existing conditions so these people are clearly clearly lying they're all over you telling telling they're trying to get the older people and i keep telling young people out here talk to the old people talk to your elderly if they're watching fox news they're watching these guys and girls come on television talking about we're going to protect uh uh pre pre pre-existing conditions they're not going to do a damn thing these are republicans They want your vote so they can get in there and rip away pre-existing conditions completely because they voted against it. The same people who said they're going to protect it, they voted against it. Ted Cruz, protecting pre-existing conditions, he voted against it. He he slapped it down, but now they're going after uh, the elderly. They are going after the elderly, and uh, you can imagine uh, people in their 80s sitting in front of the television, and you and they see Ted Cruz. We're gonna protect pre-existing conditions. We're gonna—I mean—he's really adamant about it. He's really animated about it. He sounds like he's gonna—he sounds like he's uh, truthful, but in real fact, he voted against it. These Republicans will say anything and. Everything to get you to vote for them. They couldn't give two shits about pre-existing conditions. They they couldn't give a damn if you just up and died. But to get your vote, they're gonna lie through their teeth. And it's all over the place. And I want to. This is one one of the things I wanted to talk to um, the elderly about. And you tell them because this is a way for Republicans to steal the elderly, to steal their votes. This is their way of stealing the votes of our seniors. We have to stop it. We have to talk to seniors. Now, not all seniors are on board with Republicans. They have plenty of uh, brain power. They have plenty of sense to know not to vote for these jackasses. But you have a few, uh, you have some uh, seniors out here they're sitting in front of Fox News. You see all of these damn politicians, one after another, Republican politicians, saying they're going to protect pre-existing conditions. They are not going to do it. They just want your vote. They just want your vote. And, and the reasons why a lot of these Republicans are up in a lot of these uh, places in a lot of these elections is because of the elderly. The old people are voting for the Republicans, and they know it. This is why they're bringing up pre-existing conditions. I mean, you have some – not all people uh, – not all old people have pre-existing conditions. Children do too. All ages, pre-existing conditions can affect all ages. But basically, these, these people are coming after the seniors and children. Whatever, whatever pulls at your heart – they're coming after, and they're going to lie about it because they know that you care about this. But in actuality, they don't give a fuck. But they want your vote, so we have to tell the seniors and whoever, um, whoever uh, have or or want, whoever have or want to know more about pre-existing conditions, do not talk to a Republican. Whatever you do, you know, because these people aren't right. Okay, so um, they're going after the elderly, especially. I mean, they are after the elderly. You got some of these Republicans who are 90 years old themselves. You wonder why they don't have some sort of empathy toward other people their ages. But they don't, they don't care. They just don't care. So I wanted to get that out there, that um, these politicians that are going around – it's about two weeks before from the date of this show, two weeks, to a week and a half away from the midterms, and they are frantic. They are all over the television set. They are all over the internet. You can't do, you can't go anywhere or click anywhere. They're popping up in front of you, telling you to vote for them, and they're gonna take care of pre-existing conditions when they're not. Why? Because they voted against it. They voted against Obamacare, which had a provision in there for uh, pre-existing conditions and Trump cut the funding for Obamacare. It's it's still out here. Obamacare is still here. It's just that you got to uh maneuver through so much bullshit to find it and it's harder to try to sign up for it. This is what Trump wanted. This is this is his baby right here. And there is no doubt about it, folks. Uh we are in some trying times and and if I if I'm using profanity, <laughs> please forgive me. I should be using something stronger. Because uh, this is just ridiculous. The Republicans have ripped this country apart. All because they think they're better than we are because they have more money than we do. But they don't have as much sense as we have. Okay? A lot of them are just, a lot of them are just fucking crazy. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. And I opened the show up with the bomb scare. Okay? The pipe bombs that were sent to Democrats. And the thing about it, there was a return address on each package that said Debbie Watson and Schultz. She she's a Democrat. She, she she's a former politician. But it didn't come for, from her. It didn't come from Debbie Watson and Schultz. That's just a that's just some Republican trying to blame Democrats for it when it wasn't. I mean authorities uh uh they uh talked about that. They said it did not come from her even though every bomb had her name on it as a return address, as if the the bombs came from where she was or, or as if she did it. And she didn't, she had, she didn't have anything to do with it. This has everything to do with Trump and his toxic rhetoric at these rallies. He's been doing this shit forever. Every rally that he has held, uh, since he's been president or even before he became president were full of violence and hatred We're getting knocked in the face. I think at one of his rallies, Donald Trump said that he loves somebody when they body slam somebody. I think he was talking about a reporter when some guy body slammed, this guy is nothing but about violence. He should not be president. He should not be in, in the Oval Office. He should not be in the White House. He shouldn't even be a human being. He, he uh, colluded with Russia to win the fucking White House. He colluded with Michael Cohen. Even Michael Cohen, his lawyer, who's now turned Democrat, said that Donald Trump actually uh, – he and Donald Trump actually meddled in the election. He in, implicated Donald Trump. But the Republicans will not investigate this. There is so much out there on Donald Trump that the Republicans will not investigate. So, therefore, we have to vote to make sure we get the Democrats in there so they can investigate. And also, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, who the Republicans slammed onto the Supreme Court, even though he was guilty as hell of rape, sexual misconduct. They put him on there anyway. The Democrats... If they have any balls, if they have any courage, will also investigate Kavanaugh. If, if they find out anything about him, that so, all of these allegations are true, yank his ass up off the Supreme Court. Impeach him. Impeach him. Impeach Trump. I don't want to hear shit about Nancy Pelosi saying that we, we can't, we, 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 we're not going to impeach Trump. Or uh, Joe Biden, we're not going to impeach Trump. Then get the hell out of the way and let someone come in that's going to impeach him. Get him out of the way. And I've said many times on this show that I actually didn't want to see him impeached. I didn't want to see Donald Trump impeached. I want to see his ass in leg irons and handcuffs being marched out of the White House into a paddy wagon and taken to prison. That's what Donald Trump, uh, uh, that's, that's my dream. <laughs> That's my dream and a lot of other Americans' dream is to see Donald Trump arrested, not just impeached or resign. He's not going to resign. People keep, say- People keep saying he's going to resign. Excuse me. He's not going to resign for two reasons. And those reasons are he loves power. He loves the attention. He's not going to resign. Secondly, he's not going to resign. He becomes a private citizen And if he becomes a private citizen He's going to be up for Indictments That means that he Can be arrested And go to jail The reason why Trump is still in the White House Is because the Republicans Are protecting him Uh, The uh, Republicans In Congress are protecting him and And the Department of Justice They're protecting Donald Trump because they're saying that there's some sort of a clause on their books that's saying that a president cannot be indicted, whatever bullshit that is. I don't know. But anyway, that's what they say, and that's the reason why he's still there, and that's the reason why he has not been indicted. That's the reason why a lot of these lawsuits aren't aren't, uh, coming forward right now. And another reason I believe that some of these lawsuits aren't coming forward and the reason why Mueller is not – Uh, is uh, is quiet on some of these things that he's going to be charging Donald Trump with. It's because of the midterms. Mueller is waiting until after the midterms. A lot of these lawsuits, five or six of them out there against Trump, they're coming after his ass once the midterms are over because they don't want to come out right now. Because if they come out right now with all this shit on Donald Trump, they'll be accused of meddling in the election. OK, they'll be accused of changing the outcome of the election and Donald Trump and his and and his crooked lawyers. They will jump on that. So Mueller is going to release whatever he has on Donald Trump to the midterms. He's going to submit it to Congress. He's going to submit it to the Republicans and the Republicans have already said that whatever it is, they're not going to show us the American people. But anyway, if the Democrats take the House and the Senate, hopefully, both, both chambers, we will see what's on there. We need to vote and get these monsters out of office. We need to vote and, and, and give the Democrats control of everything so they can put a check and balance on Donald Trump as where the crooked, rotten, lowdown, stinking Republicans will not. Will not. So we got about two and a half, uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks to go before the midterms, and that's the date of this show. But for right now, we have Trump as a terrorist. He's always been a traitor to the United States. We, we saw that in Helsinki when he was standing right across from his, the, the guy he looked up to, Vladimir Putin, and gave America away to this guy. We know Trump is a traitor. He's a terrorist. He's a violent guy. He, he loves seeing people hurt. And he just ignites the underbelly of the United States. All this heated rhetoric, this heated talk of violence, hatred, racism among his thousands of supporters, someone is going to go out here. And hurt somebody because of it. They keep yelling, lock Hillary Clinton up, lock her up, lock her up, uh, crooked Hillary. That shit resonates with people. And they go out and they build bombs and send her a bomb because of the shit that's happening at Trump's rallies. We all know it. The the um, press know it. The media know it. The, America knows it. Let's say it, tell it like it is. This guy is a American terrorist. Terrorist. We have a terrorist in the White House. There is no doubt about it. He is a enemy to the American people. There is no doubt about it. He is a enemy to the press. And he doesn't give a fuck. And he's bringing along his dopey supporters who are going out here hurting people, preferably other people, other Democrats, people who don't like Trump, people who are not going to vote for Trump, trying to scare us. I can tell you right now, Trump, that didn't work. That didn't scare anybody. That just uh, proven more and more and more that you are a terrorist. You are an enemy of America. There is no other way to say it. I wish I didn't have to say that. I mean, when he first became president, I didn't like him. I didn't vote for him, but I didn't wish him to do bad because I know if he'd done bad, that would be that would spell bad things for America. But this guy is just a plain old jackass and a thug, a terrorist. He, he um, mocked a, a he congratulated some guy who body slammed a, a reporter. This guy is full of full of violence, and it and it, it's resonating across America. You and I probably couldn't even walk the streets no more because somebody you know take out a gun and shoot us because we're African American. Some Republican, some Trump supporter. Because when you president of the United States, when you're president of the United States, you set the tone for America. We look up to you. We listen. You set the tone. And the tone that Trump has been setting for America has been the wrong kind of a tone. This is why I keep saying, and I'll say it, and a lot of other Americans saying it, Trump is a terrorist. He's, he's a terrorist on American soil. He doesn't give a fuck about Oh, he, doesn't, he probably doesn't like being called a terrorist or an enemy of the people as he called the press, the enemy of the people. And I've said several times on this show that even in the beginning that he had a war on the American people, if you remember. His war is not with Iran. His war is not with Russia. His war is with us, the American people. And every day that proved to be true because he goes after the media he goes to the press he calls people names who don't like him who says something he doesn't like he calls them names he called Stormy Daniels horseface he called Omarosa lowlife and on and on and on and on he called Jeff Sessions country bumpkin or something but anyway he calls people names and that resonates with within America, without America, it resonates. You know, people start saying, well, if Trump calls people names, I guess it's good to call others names, too. It is not. And there's people, well, Trump lies. We might as well lie. It is not. Trump lies every single time he holds a rally. Thousands of lies come out of his mouth. And he lies without... Without qualification, he just lies. He just doubles down on his lies, and Trump knows he's lying, but he doesn't care. He just keeps on fucking lying. What the hell are we doing with a president like this? He's a racist, he's not ashamed to say it at his rallies. We can also, he doesn't say it directly, but we can infer it from the things that he says that he is saying. Of course he's a racist. He's a violent person. He's mean. He's nasty. He's vile. You can p- pick any adjective you want to describe him. Negative ad- adjective is that. He is what the fuck he is. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show, and we have to vote him vote him out, folks. We have to vote. We have to vote blue. I I don't know if he thought he was going to help his cause by... By this. Somehow I knew Trump. I, somehow I think Trump knew all about this. He knew, he knew if he got on that stage at his rally and, and talked about nothing but hate, violence, and racism, that someone out there in the crowd was going to do something. He knew it. He knew it. He is an accessory to the fact if he didn't actually send those bombs to these six and seven people Democrats. He knew somebody out there in that crowd was going to do something. That's why he fires them up. That's, wh- that's why he ratches them up so they can do something, and they did. They did. Uh, Trump sets the tone. I mean, if you're living in Chicago or New York or Detroit, uh, you can't walk to the park or the store. You might be you know, assaulted by someone who's a Trump supporter. And hate African Americans. And the thing is, is. When Trump came out and said. That there shouldn't be any violence. Violence has no place in America. That's all he said. And then he was done. That was it. And then he had a little smirk on his face. After he gotten through saying that. Saying that he really didn't mean. What he was saying. He's mean. He's unhinged, he's unfit. And I've been saying I've been saying this that since he became president. He's a mean, nasty, vile, ugly old man, inside and out. In some cases he's evil. He's just an evil son of a bitch. And he doesn't care. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. And I just just had to get that out folks. I mean, I've been thinking about saying those things all day, but, uh, it, it's just awful that we live in a time like this where hatred and violence coming from the white house, the highest office in the land out here on, uh, innocent people. It's just uh, uh, appalling. And the violence does not happen, does not stop with the pipe bombs. I mean, there's violence been going on uh, since Donald Trump's been president. Violence has been happening in, in America. Maybe not to the uh, extent or the height of some of these uh, uh, pipe bombs, but violence has been here. And it just appalls me sometimes when I inadvertently run across Fox News on the computer and And they're saying, do not listen to Democrats. Do not listen to Democrats. Hell, do not listen to uh, Republicans. Do not listen to Fox News because it's a propaganda bullshit statement. Trying to uh, brainwash the elderly or the uh, stupid and dumb. Because that's all Fox News does. Brainwashes people. With a lot of bullshit. And and the thing is, some of those people buy it, and they go out and vote for Republicans. Just like I just got through mentioning, a lot of Republicans who are running for office, and they know that the elderly people are watching. So they're going to talk about things that the elderly people need to to stay healthy, to live a lot longer, a little longer, uh, such as pre-existing conditions. Uh, I'm going to talk about this on Facebook uh, because it, this is serious. They, the, the main people that are talking about pre-existing conditions, about keeping it and making it viable and making it stronger are those same ones who voted against it. So uh, folks out there, if you have uh, uh, a grandmother, grandfather glued to Fox News and glued to – and you have to tell them, do not vote Republican. you vote Republican, there goes your Medicare. There goes your Social Security check. There goes your pre-existing condition that you are so serious about. And these guys, Republicans are not going to do a damn thing for you. They're not. They just want to get your vote. And once they get your vote, they're going to work against you. They're going to work against you in Congress. They're not about you. They want a job. <laughs> they want a job where they can get rich, take money, be paid. You know, This is what they want. They want to take uh, money from NRA. They want to take lobbyist money to vote the way the lobbyists want them to vote and not the way you want them to vote. And you uh, gave them their jobs by voting them in office. These Republicans, and, and, uh, and a lot of them, are straight-up racist. I mean, they're not going to come on television and tell you that they're a racist. Some are bold, but some will. Some are just that bold. They'll come on television and say, hey, I'm going to knock the hell out of that black motherfucker. You shouldn't vote for him. Some of them are just that bold. I've seen them. I've heard them. Then you have some Republicans who are running for office talk really, really violent. I'm going to stamp his ass into the ground. I'm going to knock him. Make sure you vote for me. I'm going to knock his. They, Trump, has br- brought this country so low, it's a damn shame. The hate, the violence, the racism. Now he's maybe calling himself a white nationalist. I'm, I've, I've heard that. Um, it, it's just appalling how this man has destroyed America. He hasn't quite destroyed it yet, but if you don't get your ass out there and vote, he will. He will. He's going to take away uh, everything that you love. He's going to work against uh, the middle-class working people. He's going to work against the poor. He's going to work against the elderly. He's going to take Social Security Medicaid. They're going to do this, folks, because they said they were. Donald Trump, before the election, I think on his campaign trail, said he wasn't going to touch Social Security. Another lie. Another lie. He's going to gut it like a fish. Another lie. All right, you've been listening to The George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. Let's see if we can do something here. Wow. All I can do is say, The folks, George Wilder right, Jr. Show is what? now on the air. Of our time, let's talk, everybody. Broadcasting from Chicago. This is the talk of our times. The talk of our times. Let's talk, everybody. All right, let's talk, everybody. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we're having some troubles with the uh, computer here. We're gonna have to do something after I uh, get off the air here. So we got to make sure that we have to uh, make sure it doesn't crash or if there are uh, viruses. I'm not sure. But I do know it's acting erratically. And, uh, yeah, uh, get out there and vote, folks. I mean, vote, 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 vote. Don't stop voting. Uh, but make sure you're registered. Make sure you take at least two pieces of ID to the polls. My family and I, we're going to vote tomorrow because uh, that's one of the days we have free. <laughs> I will be on the air tomorrow after I vote, but uh, other than, but uh, we're going to do it tomorrow. And, uh, And I understand that a lot of people are actually, are actually, thank God, thank God for that. Vote, 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 vote. Take your country back. I mean, you know, and we have to put a check on Donald Trump once the Democrats are in. Right now, Republicans, as you know, Republicans control everything. They control the Congress. They control the uh, Supreme Court. They control uh now they control the Supreme Court, and they're crooked as hell thugs. I'm just hoping that I'm just hoping that um once the Democrats take over that they investigate kavanaugh and and if their investigation um proves to be uh positive, and that this guy did what he. They say he did and there's plenty of evidence. Hopefully Kavanaugh will be impeached. The Democrats, if they take the House and the Senate, which we hope looks like, uh I just hope they don't go spineless or baldless. You know, I just hope they don't become cowards and not do anything about what's happening. They could. So we're not gonna investigate anything they could say we're not going to do anything we're not going to do anything uh and then that's a cause for us to vote their asses out next time you know if the democrats get in there and they get cold feet and they start kissing trump's ass we vote them out next time too yes keep voting them out you know until we until we get the country back to where we want it to be and even better you know So uh, Democrats, uh, if you're out there and you're listening, if you don't do the right thing after we put your ass in office, the next two years, we're going to throw you straight out onto the curve. You work for us. We don't work for you. You service us. We're not your servants. We're not your peasants. You represent us. You uh, beg us for our vote. We give it to you. You get in there and you lie. Uh, you uh don't do or will not do what we want you to do, we're gonna throw you out into the street. And that's no lie. I don't care who you are. You get you've get voted in there and you start voting with the uh rogue Republicans, we're gonna throw you out. And people should keep if you vote someone in if you vote vote for someone to represent you and they win office keep tabs on their asses. Follow them, uh find make sure you know what the hell they're doing, make sure you know uh, uh uh who they're giving your vote to. You know, because and make sure that they're not they're not crooks that they won't be bought and paid for like some democrats are right now. Um, we know Republicans are. I mean, a lot of these Republicans went in office they were broke, but now they're millionaires, billionaires. Because they kissed a lot of ass and voted the way that the lobbyists and the special donors wanted them to vote, not the way you or I wanted them them to vote. So we have a chance. We have a big, big chance of getting these clowns out of office and making it better. But you have to get out there and vote. You have to vote. You have to vote or none of this is going to happen. If you don't vote, say goodbye to Social Security. If you don't vote, say goodbye to Medicare. If you don't vote, Medicaid. Say goodbye to the elderly. Say goodbye to the poor. Say goodbye uh, to the middle class. Say goodbye to yourself. Say goodbye to America if you do not vote. Because this is what the Republicans are about. It's a few of them, but it's millions of us. We vote, we can get their asses out. Of course, voter suppression is an issue. Of course, they are out here trying to cheat. They, The Republicans know that we know that they're trying to cheat, but they don't give a fuck. They know we know. They're, how are they cheating? Gerrymandering. Making it hard for you to vote uh, by comparing your ID to some other fucking... Form of education. Uh, uh, comparing your IDs to some other form of uh, ID that you've had on file years ago—if that doesn't match, if letters out of place, if a period—it doesn't make any sense. I think this is this is where the, I think this is happening in Georgia. But I still say this: if people vote and vote strong, vote in droves, there's. Voter suppression will not work. That's why Donald Trump and the, and, and the Republicans are scared shitless. They're scared shitless, and I can tell you this: the Republicans, you know, they don't give a shit about these bombs. They don't care. The only thing they, only thing they uh, regret is that Trump got caught. That it, that that this is going back to Donald Trump and his supporters. They don't care. Republicans cheat. They cheat, they lie, they con their way into office. This is what they do. They cheat, they lie, and they con, and they don't give a fuck if we know it. They don't care how much we know it, and they do it out in the open, And, and people vote for them. I mean, I've said this several times. I said on the show yesterday, why do people vote against their own interest? I don't know. Ted Cruz is up in Texas. He should be down below the ground. I'm pretty sure some people are not going to vote for him now because of this bomb thing, and he bowed to Donald Trump, and and that that was crazy. Did you see the photograph where he, where Ted Cruz bowing to Donald Donald Trump? A day or so ago, bowing to Donald Trump like Donald Trump was some kind of king. I'm pretty sure that Texas, the people of Houston of Texas, and the newspapers, they got in, uh, they got in Ted Cruz's ass, bowing down to Donald Trump. If any, if you're gonna bow down to anybody, bow down to the people who put your ass in office, bow down to the people who voted for, who voted you in office and gave you a job. Some of these Republican senators and representatives in in Congress have to realize they do not work for Donald Trump. They work for us. They do not work for Donald Trump. A lot of them are are afraid that if they say something bad about Donald Trump, he's going to say something bad about them, and they're going to lose the election. Or we got some dumbass people representing us in Congress, especially Republicans especially republicans uh it's just it it's just a high octane news day folks and um America we really have to take this country back we have to do something and we have to do it almost now early voting take advantage of early voting get out there and just Vote your asses off. Make sure you have the proper identification, the proper credentials, because they're going to ask for it, you know, because the Republicans are screaming voter fraud all over the place when there is no voter fraud. They're just, you know, trying to make up some excuse, um, at, at any excuse to uh, try to dismiss the upcoming blue wave. Oh, yeah, they're trying to dismiss it. But who cares? They can't dismiss it. But they're going to. Even Trump might try to dismiss the blue wave. Yeah, he can dismiss it after. It's- hey, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now in session. The finest internet radio talk show and podcast in the land of Illinois on the north side of the great, great city of Chicago. You are now on the air. Fun time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Have a great time. to get this going
3: okay, Trump's favorable ratings are the lowest I believe for any president who has served the length of time that he has served so people look at Washington and they don't see much that they feel very good about And I think there are a couple of reasons for that which this budget really demonstrates number one there are politicians who run for office and they say one thing. Uh, President Trump, when he was a candidate, ran for office and he said, I'm a different type of Republican. I'm not the Mick Mulvaney type of Republican. I'm different. I am going to stand with working families. We're going to take on the establishment and so forth and so on. Well, it turns out he did exactly the opposite, and this budget is a clear manifestation of him doing exactly the opposite. Uh, And second of all, I think what the American people understand is their one vote, their one voice matters relatively little in a Congress which is dominated by big money, wealthy campaign contributors. The Koch brothers are going to spend some $400 million in the coming campaign. And you know what? This budget is the budget of the Koch brothers. It is the budget of the billionaire class, and the American people understand it this is a budget which will make it harder for our children to get a decent education harder for working families to get the health care they desperately need harder to protect the air that we breathe and the water we drink and harder for the elderly to live out their retirement years with dignity and respect this is not a budget as candidate donald trump talked about, that takes on the political establishment. This is a budget of the political establishment. This is the Robin Hood principle in reverse. It is a budget that takes from the poor and gives to the very wealthy. During the campaign, as we'll all recall, Donald Trump told us that, quote, the rich will not be gaining at all, end quote, under his tax reform plan. Rich will not be gaining at all. But as president, the tax reform legislation Trump signed into law a few weeks ago provides 83 percent of the benefits to the top 1 percent, raises taxes on millions of middle class families and drives up the deficit by one. All
2: right, we're back. That was Bernie Sanders. We should get back to,
3: to Bernie in a little while.
2: But I just wanted to jump in here because Fox News, these folks... <laughs> They're, they are laughable. They are idiots. They are dummies. They are in Trump's ass. Um, pundits uh, claim uh, that um, the mailed explosives were Democrats. <laughs> they say that it's Democrats doing this. Democrats did this to Democrats. You got instead of condemning the explosive, explosive devices, sent to former presidents and journalists, some pro-Trump pundit bullshit. So Fox News is over there, uh, over there, you know, uh, wherever they are, and lying and saying that Democrats did this with no evidence, no proof, no nothing, just trying to save Donald Trump's ass because they know he is the one who is responsible and this is just awful. this is just awful. And I love to talk about Fox News. I think they're the most despicable, most vile, most shittiest uh, uh news organizations ever been. It's all about Donald Trump. And it it's a shame that a lot of older people, as I mentioned before, uh buy into this crap over there at at, at Fox News. That's why they keep doing it, because people buy into it. Now they're saying, you got Rush Limbaugh, that idiot. You've got uh, probably Laura Ingram, Ingram, that trashy. That trashy. Uh, I won't say anything else.
1: Uh,
2: Then you've got um, a lot of these other fucking people over there at Fox News saying that without evidence that the mail explosives are explosives a false flag. Instead of condemning this, instead of trying to find out where it came from, which we know where it came from, uh, these bombs came from, Fox News, conservative radio show host Rush Limbaugh suggested that it must have been a Democrat who sent the bombs because he basically argued Republicans don't do this sort of thing. Give me a break. Democrats sending that's bullshit. And every Democrat should know that this is these people trying to save face before the election. I agree with one poster that says, you come closer. I want to tell you something closer. Trump presidency is crashing and burning before the midterms. And these assholes trying to save it for him. You got so many people who are in Trump's ass. It, it's It's pathetic. And then you got Michael Flynn's son junior, the son of former Trump national security advisor Michael Flynn, tweeted that the mailings were a total false flag operation. Bullshit. These people are trying to influence the election, they're trying to influence law enforcement, they're trying to influence uh other Republicans. These people who are saying that saying all of this crap without evidence are trying to influence the stupid the dumb and the ignorant. But I don't think it's going to influence the law enforcements who are going to try and get down to this to find out who did this. It was a – there is no doubt it was not a Democrat. It was a fucking Republican maybe uh, acted on the advice of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is an idiot. The Republicans who put up with his ass and try to protect him are idiots. Fox News is an idiot propaganda station for liars, crooks, racists, you name it. You name it. So, yeah, Fox News, I mean, they're all out. (laughs) I mean, they got the guns all out saying it was Democrats. And so many um, elderly people who are listening, they're going to believe this bullshit. Fox News should be taken off the air. Not CNN or MSNBC or USA Today. It should be... Fox News should be taken off the air because it's poisoning, poisoning the minds and, uh, of the American people with that bullshit. So if your family, I mean, if your grandparents are watching Fox News and, and, and all of this shit, uh, call them and tell them. Do not believe that. That's a bunch of lies. They're trying to protect Donald Trump. And these people are they're just they're not in office, they don't have any office, they can't make votes, they can't make law, they can't do this do this but they're protecting Donald Trump. So I just wanted to say that about Fox News because they are on the air right now lying through their fucking teeth saying with no evidence, no proof, no nothing that this was a democratic plant. This a damn shame. It was not a Democratic plant. This is why I say, I've been saying, Republicans are all on the same page, on the same lying page. This is what they are. They're all on the same line. And I'm proud to be one of those people who are fighting them. And I hope people do not get complacent and go out here and vote. When you vote against Donald Trump, you're voting against Fox News. You're voting as when you're voting against Donald Trump, you're voting against hatred. You're voting against uh, violence. You're voting against racism, and you're voting against that stupid idiot ass propaganda station called Fox News. All right, all right. <laughs> I just had to say that, folks, because I'm looking at something right here that says uh. Online right-wing conspiracy theorists f- fog at the mouth at the idea that the mail bombs could be a false flag stage for political purposes. Bullshit. These people going to come up with all kinds of things to say to spew out there to the public, to the viewing public, people who are watching, and that's not fair. It's not fair to have people come on your ra- come on your radio show or your television show and lie to the American public. That's crazy. That is not right for people to do that, but they do it. (laughs) They do it. Fox does it all the time. I have all these pundits on, on their show, people you never heard of, people you know nothing about, coming on in your living room, telling you what to think, how to think, when to think, who to vote for, and who to hate, who to like. This is Fox. And it's a shame that a lot of these people fall for that bullshit. Fall for it. Fox should be taken off the air. But maybe they shouldn't be taken off the air because maybe this is something people should see. Uh, Maybe this is something people should see and talk about and say to themselves, teach your kids, this is something you shouldn't do. This is something that should not be in America. Maybe it should be a teaching moment. You know, this is a show you should never go on. (laughs) Not my show, but I'm talking about Fox News. They are a bunch of crazy fuckers over there. Lunatic fucks. And I don't care if they know it. They know it. I mean, Fox News know they get criticized every fucking day, all the time. Rush Limbaugh, they like it. A lot of these Republicans, they love being criticized. Even because even being criticized, they're still getting attention. Like Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't give a shit about being criticized because criticizing gets attention, just like something positive will. It gets some attention. He's well, they're criticizing me, but at least they're talking about me. They're mentioning my name. Yeah. So Fox News is a bunch of bullshit. Okay, it's a bunch of a bunch of garbage-ass Republicans trying to fuel the um. Feel what's going on in America, trying to change your mind. Uh oh, oh my god, there's people out there thinking that that it's Trump, that, that Trump did this. We gotta find a way to lie. We gotta find a way to change their mind. We gotta infiltrate their brain. We gotta twist their 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 noggin a little bit to say that it was a and make them believe that it was a democratic plant. All oh, these jackasses. We'll be right back, folks. Let's let's start with uh uh Bernie Sanders again. Can we do that? Let's see if we can, okay.
3: Trump's favorable ratings are the lowest, I believe, for any president who has served the length of time that he has served. So people look at Washington and they don't see much that they feel very good about. And I think there are a couple of reasons for that, which this budget really demonstrates. Number one. There are politicians who run for office and they say one thing. Uh, President Trump, when he was a candidate, ran for office and he said, I'm a different type of Republican. I'm not the Mick Mulvaney type of Republican. I'm different. I am going to stand with working families. We're going to take on the establishment and so forth and so on. Well, it turns out he did exactly the opposite, and this budget is a clear manifestation of him doing exactly the opposite. Uh, And second of all, I think what the American people understand is their one vote, their one voice matters relatively little in a Congress which is dominated by big money, wealthy campaign contributors. The Koch brothers are going to spend some $400 million in the coming campaign. And you know what? This budget is the budget of the Koch brothers. It is the budget of the billionaire class. And the American people understand it this is a budget which will make it harder for our children to get a decent education harder for working families to get the health care they desperately need harder to protect the air that we breathe and the water we drink and harder for the elderly to live out their retirement years with dignity and respect this is not a budget as candidate donald trump talked about, that takes on the political establishment. This is a budget of the political establishment. This is the Robin Hood principle in reverse. It is a budget that takes from the poor and gives to the very wealthy. During the campaign, as we'll all recall, Donald Trump told us that, quote, the rich will not be gaining at all, end quote, under his tax reform plan. Rich will not be gaining at all. But as president the tax reform legislation Trump signed into law a few weeks ago provides 83% of the benefits to the top 1% raises taxes on millions of middle class families and drives up the deficit by 1.7 trillion by the end of the decade. And if you were wondering how President Trump plans to pay for his massive tax cuts to millionaires, billionaires and large corporations this budget answers that question for you by breaking his campaign pledge not to cut medicare, medicaid and social security in fact president trump's budget would slash medicaid by over 1.3 trillion dollars cut medicare by over 500 billion and reduce social security by nearly 25 billion mr chairman as you know Medicaid now pays for more than two-thirds of all nursing home care in our country. What happens to senior citizens who have their nursing home coverage paid for by Medicaid if that program is cut by $1.3 trillion? Think about it. People now in nursing homes with Alzheimer's, serious illnesses, massive cuts, what happens to them, what happens to their families? And it's not just seniors. Today, Medicaid covers millions of children with special needs. We are the only major country on earth not to guarantee health care to all people, and this budget would then throw millions more people off the health insurance they have. We have an opioid epidemic that every person up here talks about every day. But when you slash Medicaid by a trillion dollars, you make it infinitely harder for communities, cities, states, to deal with this terrible crisis. During his campaign, Donald Trump told the American people that he was going to provide, and I quote, health insurance from everybody, end quote, with much lower deductibles. But President Trump's budget would throw an estimated 32 million people off the health care they currently have, 32 million people, and at the same time would substantially raise premiums for older americans mister chairman what this budget is about is a massive transfer of wealth from working families the elderly the children the sick and the poor and the most vulnerable people in our country to the top one percent and large corporations as a candidate trump said that he understood the pain that working families across the country were feeling well mister president you are not responding to that pain when you propose a budget that would throw over a million children off after-school programs. You're not a champion of working families. You're not responding to pain. When your budget would kick a half a million families out of their homes by gutting affordable housing. We have a massive crisis in affordable housing from coast to coast. This budget would make it much, much worse. You don't help working families Mr. President or Mr. Mulvaney, by throwing more than 100,000 children off of Head Start, we need to move to universal pre-K. Every family in America should know that their kids have good quality child care. You don't throw 100,000 children off of Head Start. You don't help working families when your budget would eliminate financial aid to more than a million and a half low-income college students. Kids are graduating school. $30,000, $40,000, $100,000 $30,000, $100,000 in debt, this budget makes their problems even worse. You're not a, quote, different kind of Republican by proposing a budget that would eliminate heating assistance to nearly 7 million families in this country. Let me tell the president, Mr. Mulvaney, it gets cold in Vermont and many other parts in this country. Many of our elderly people keep warm in the wintertime through the low-income heating assistance program. Don't eliminate it. Mr. Chairman, while President Trump tells us we don't have enough money to help the working people of this country, he does believe that we have enough money to provide a massive, massive, massive increase in the Pentagon, an agency of government that has not been able to do an audit, and where study after study shows us that there are hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in waste. So, Mr. Chairman, the good news is this budget is going nowhere. Everybody knows that, but it does indicate where Trump and his friends are coming from, and the American people have got to understand that, and we 've got to stand up and say, no, these are not the priorities of these of this country Thank you mr. chairman Senator Sanders Thank you, Mr. Chairman. You know uh, budgets deal with Trillions of dollars and thousands of pages and words after words after words and numbers after numbers after numbers. But the truth is, as I'm sure, Director Mulvaney knows, um, these numbers have real meaning to the lives of ordinary people. Mr. Chairman, I want to put into the record, if I might, an article from PolitiFact uh, dated June 27, 2017. Without objection. And without going into all of what the article says it basically confirms that when you throw many millions of people off of the health insurance they have thousands of them will die this budget calls once again for the repeal of the affordable care act the estimate is that some 32 million americans will lose their health insurance and what study after study shows is that when you throw 32 million people off of their health insurance, tens of thousands of them will die. Will die. Director Mulvaney, tell me about the morality of a budget which supports tax breaks for billionaires, throws 32 million people off the health insurance they have, resulting in the deaths of tens of thousands of fellow
0: Americans. Do you really think... This is something that we should be doing in the year 2018. Actually, I don't think it's something that we're actually doing, Senator. Um, Again, I'm not familiar with the article that you've mentioned. My guess is that it references the CBO report uh, regarding various Republican proposals to repeal and replace Obamacare. Uh, I do remember one of the major points of contention regarding the way the CBO scored the proposals was that it would assume that Several tens of millions of people would be, to use your terminology, kicked off of health insurance by the repeal of the individual mandate. And when we drilled down into that, Senator, what we found was that the CBO assumed that if we got rid of the individual mandate, that millions of people would voluntarily give up Medicaid expansion. Mr. Mr. Director, I apologize. We just don't have a whole lot of time. This is not the answer.
3: Your question. No, and I understand the individual mandate. This goes beyond. You're proposing a cut of over a trillion dollars in medicaid and independent analyses have indicated we can argue about nobody knows for sure is it twenty five million people going to be thrown off thirty million i don't know to be honest with you you don't know but what we do know is when you throw tens of millions of people off they will die some of them will die studies show that thousands of them will die and i would just suggest that in the united states of america the only major country not to guarantee health care to all people, we should not be making a very bad situation worse by throwing tens of millions of people off of health insurance. Let me ask you uh, another question. Uh, Mr. Director, according to Americans for Tax Fairness, the Koch brothers, the third wealthiest family in America, uh, worth $94 billion, and a family dedicated with a few of their billionaire friends to put hundreds of millions of dollars. Into the coming election, will receive a tax break of up to 1.4 billion a year from the Trump tax plan. Meanwhile, this budget eliminates funding, as I indicated earlier, for the LIHEAP program, that keeps almost seven million families warm in the winter time. And the vast majority of these families have children, or they are senior citizens, or they are people with disabilities. Explain to me the morality of a process by which we give the third wealthiest family in America, a major contributor, I might add, to the Republican Party, over a billion dollars a year in tax breaks, and yet we cut a program
0: which keeps children and the elderly warm in the winter. Uh, Here is the morality of the LAHEE proposal, um, Senator. Um, uh, 11,000 dead people got that benefit the last time the GEO looked at it. That's not moral, to take your money, to take my money, to take the money from the people... That... 11,000 people got it who shouldn't have correct that, but 7
3: million people get the program. To say that 11,000 out of 7
0: million deal with that, I agree with you. All, all 50 states now have individual programs designed to prevent the, the cutoff of utilities either during the summer in You're the, the out. South or the winter in the North, which is exactly what the LIHE program was originally designed to do. The program... When it gets 20 below zero, I come from a state which
3: tries to do its best. Vermont and other states around this country, including Wyoming, don't have the resources to keep people warm when it gets 20 below zero. You have just created a situation, not you. The president takes must take responsibility for this budget. Created a situation where people will go cold, some may freeze to death. and That is not what we should be doing in America. Chloe Kim, a first-generation American who won a gold medal for the United States in the women's half-pipe snowboarding event this week. Her father, Jong Jin Kim, emigrated from South Korea to the United States in 1982, became a dishwasher at a fast-food restaurant, studied engineering at El Camino College after working at low-skill jobs and then became an engineer. He left his engineering job to support his daughter's snowboarding ambitions so that he could drive her five-and-a-half hours to the mountain for training. Congratulations to Chloe and to her entire family. You make the United States proud. Madam President, The whole debate that we are now undertaking over immigration and the DREAMers has become somewhat personal for me because it has reminded me in a very strong way that I and my brother are first-generation Americans. We are the sons of an immigrant who came to this country at the age of 17 without a nickel in his pocket, a young man who was a high school dropout, who did not know one word of English, and who had no particular trade. And a few years ago, my brother and I and our families went to the small town that he came from, and it just stunned me the kind of courage that he showed, and millions of other people showed, leaving their homeland to come to a very different world without money, in many cases, without knowledge of the language. Now, my father emigrated to this country because the town that he lived in, in Poland, was incredibly poor, There was no economic opportunity for him. People there struggled to provide food, put food on the table for their families. Hunger was a real issue in that area. My father came to this country to avoid the violence and bloodshed of World War I, which came to his part of the world in a ferocious manner. And he came to this country to escape the religious bigotry that existed then because he was Jewish. My father lived in this country until his death in 1962. He never made a lot of money. He was a paint salesman. My father was not a political person. But it turned out that, without talking much about it, he was the proudest American that you ever saw. And he was so proud of this country because he was deeply grateful that the United States had welcomed him in and allowed him opportunities that would have been absolutely unthinkable from where terrorist. he came. He is but the traitor. truth is that immigration is not just my story. It's not just the story of one young man coming from Poland who managed to see two of his kids go to college and one of his sons become a United States senator. It's not just my family's story. It is the story of my wife's family who came from Ireland, and it is the story of tens of millions of American families who came from every single part of this world. Madam President, in September of 2017, President Trump precipitated the current crisis we are dealing with, by revoking President Obama's DACA executive order. If President Trump believed that that executive order was unconstitutional and that it needed legislation, he could have come to Congress for a legislative solution without holding 800,000 young people hostage by revoking their DACA status. But President Trump chose not to do that. He chose to provoke the crisis that we are experiencing today, and that is a crisis we have to deal with. And here in the Senate, we have to deal with it now. And let us be very clear about the nature of this crisis. Because some people say, well, it's really not imminent. It's not something we have to worry about now. Those people are wrong. As a result of Trump's decision, 122 people every day are now losing their legal status. And within a couple of years, hundreds of thousands of these young people will have lost their legal protection and be subject to deportation. The situation we are in right now as a result of Trump's action means that if we do not immediately protect the legal status Of some 800,000 dreamers, young people who were brought to this country at the age of one or three or six, young people who have known no other home but the United States of America, let us be clear that if we do not act and act soon, these hundreds of thousands of young people could be subject to deportation. And that means they could be arrested outside of the home where they have lived for virtually their entire life and suddenly be placed in a jail. They could be pulled out of a classroom where they are teaching and there are some 20,000 DACA recipients who are now teaching in schools all over this country. And if we do not act and act now, there could be agents going into those schools, pulling those teachers right out, and arresting them and subjecting them to deportation. Insane as it may sound, I suppose that the 900 doctor recipients who now serve in the United States military today could find themselves in the position of being arrested and deported from the country that they are putting their lives on the line to defend. And some people say, well, that's far-fetched. Well, I'm not so sure. It could happen. How insane is that? But that's where we are today, and that's what could happen if we do not do the right thing and this week pass legislation here in the Senate to protect the Dreamers. Madam President, we have a moral responsibility to stand up for the Dreamers and their families and to prevent what will be an indelible moral on our country.
2: Water Jr. Show is just about off the air. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember to vote, vote early. Uh, make sure you talk to the elderly. Make sure the Republicans do not steal their vote uh with this pre-existing condition, lie that they're telling all over the place. Uh, they're not for pre-existing conditions because they voted against Obamacare, which has a provision in that uh for uh uh, pre-existing conditions. Don't let these Republicans who are running for office all around America hoodwink you, stealing your vote because they don't give a damn about you. Vote Democrat, vote blue. Uh, bring somebody to the polls. <laughs> Make sure they're registered, and uh, so you don't have any problems or complications. Get in there and vote. Get out. We're gonna go. My family and I is gonna go vote uh, tomorrow, and uh, we'll tell you how that went. But anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Wherever you are, uh, whenever you are listening to the show, uh, have a great day. Have a great evening. Have a great morning. Have a great uh, weekend. Wherever you find yourself that you're listening to the podcast of the George Wilder Jr. Show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great one. Hope you join me tomorrow. Bye-bye.
1: Heaven help the child who never had a home. Heaven help the girl who walks the streets alone. Heaven help the roses if the bombs begin to fall. Heaven help, fall. Heaven help the black man if he struggles one more day. A white man, if he turns back away, heaven helps the man who kicks the man who crawls.